Broadcasting live from the Bob Ross Swamp on the plane of the happy little accident, this is Tap Tap Concede. Hey everybody, welcome to Tap Tap Concede. I am James. It's been a hot minute since I was last on this podcast, so hey, how's it going? What up? Normally I run the card reader. I'm still actually doing that today, but I'm also going to talk a little bit. Maybe not that much, but a little bit. But hey, I got the two people who I do hope will talk a whole bunch. Nelson. What up? I'm still here. And Cameron. Huh? Oh, Jesus. Okay, we're off to a bad start. That's fine. I can talk. Hey, this podcast is brought to you by two fantastic sources of income. I tried to make that better, but it didn't work out. The fact <laughs> is, is that that's just how it works. Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash LRR. That applies the affiliate link. Look, we've used Card Kingdom for uh, years, years and years and years. They've been a sponsor. They've been, I think, the longest sponsor of anything Loading Ready Run has ever done. We love them. We use them. We think you should too. Again, cardkingdom.com slash LRR. You can go buy singles. You can buy sealed product if you're in the United States. You can buy deck boxes and sleeves and binders and play mats, all sorts of stuff. And at the end of your order, if you do happen to order, let them know Loading Ready Run sent you. Button please, and you will get a special little one-inch button. Live, laugh, lightning greaves. That's a great button. So thank you, Card Kingdom. And of course, nothing that we do couldn't be possible without the support of your support over at patreon.com slash loading ready run go check it out it's yeah simply put it is you who keeps the light lights on and we really appreciate it so yeah please do go check it out if you are not a patron today on the show we're going to talk about all of this brand new uh secret layer stuff that has been announced over the last little bit we haven't had like a proper normal episode for a while obviously beginning of november we had a ppr and then we went right into desert bus and that kind of eats up two weeks of all of our lives and then we did most recently the nickname episode so it's you know it's nice to get back and just chat about magic itself so secret layer both the stuff that you can buy now and the one that they've announced for i think early next year and then we were going to chat a little bit about the latest remaster set on arena it's kaladesh remastered kaladesh remastered thank you full disclosure i have not played magic at all for like two months so <laughs> hooray and then we'll also chat a little bit about commander legends which i think is a brilliant set and i'm really bummed that we live in a world that we do where people are not getting to really experience it in the way that it was meant to be experienced but such is life and we will you know we'll get there sooner or later so secret layers a few weeks ago, they announced a bunch, all of which are currently available. This is the Secret Versary Super Drop 2020. And there are, by my counts, one, two, three, four, five secret layers available for purchase right now. We have a box of rocks. Santa's favorite thing. Yeah. So, Mana Rocks. This is what the website says. There are a foundation. See what we did there of many games of magic, but we never really see them get used in world. This drop explores strange and uncanny wizards from across the multiverse using rocks we all know and love in an atypical pop art style. Anyway, so what do we got in here? Nelson, read them out. What do we got? We're looking at Arcane Signet, Chromatic Lantern, Commander Sphere, Darksteel Ingot, and Gilded Lotus. And they all have like a very interesting art style. It's by five different artists, but it's in a kind of, I don't know, pop art, maybe movie poster or or like advertisement poster slash anime comic book sort of style. I'm not quite right. sure what to call this. Atypical pop art style, they call it in the blurb. And this is, this is one that is available in both foil and non-foil. And it seems like definitely geared towards Commander. It's still the year of Commander. 
commander. Everything is geared towards commander. With commander's fear and and signets and yeah, feels very commandery. Straight up has two cards that don't do anything in a game that isn't a commander. Right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Then we have Seb McKinnon. Yeah. <laughs> Catch me, I'm going to faint. Yeah. Cameron, what do we got? Yeah, fan favorite artist Seb McKinnon here with a secret layer, including Swamp. The Swamp is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Swamp is <sighs> gorgeous. But that's not all. We got Sower of Temptation, you know, the fairy wizard from way back when. Enchanted Evening, the all permanents become enchantments in addition to their other types. Enchantment from Shadowmore? Yeah, it was Shadowmore. Shadowmore is correct. Shadowmore is correct. And yes. Damnation. Now, Enchanted Evening and Sower of Temptation have like very good kind of like Grimm's fairy tales art on them, right? Like these are, you know, the, the, these are, are, are uh, a dark unseelie court kind of cards the damnation is this is bosch's brains on a card this is awesome i love it i love it and i want it so similar to the box of rocks this is also available as a foil or non-foil foil is going to cost you 40 bucks us and non-foil is going to cost you 30 bucks us I'd be curious to know how many people out there are going to buy a bunch of these so that they can have like a play set of swamps for their, you know, favorite black mana based decks. 22 swamps. That'd be (laughs) exactly (laughs) a play set of swamps. 22. I mean, or or you could do a draft set. You get, you know, I guess 17. Oh, in case you're going to draft mono black. Although I guess if you're drafting mono black, you can go down to 16, right? Save yourself 30 bucks. My draft set has nine of each because if I if I need more than that of one color, I'll just find them. It's so rare, right? I so I have a draft set of the unhinged. No, un, good for you. I, whatever the the really like full to the frame, uh, full art unstable. That, unstable, no. yeah, no. it's unstable. Is it unstable? Okay, yeah, whatever. The the newest unstable, unset. right? Unstable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty. I love it. I have ten of each. It felt like so often, especially when you're like coming up in in a uh, draft. I always found like the easiest was like eh, just ten seven. What's your line makeup? Ten seven. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That that was burnt into my brain. So I was like, well, I guess I get ten of each. Okay, so moving on to. I think probably sort of the most unexpected crossover that I was sort of planning for. It's definitely like it's weird because they went for it after having been kind of goaded into it. Right. Right. Like like the community asked for it, but not in a way that we expected we would get it. Right. So that that is happy little gathering. And this is a set of 10 lands, two of each featuring art from Bob Ross. Yeah, the the weirdest thing is how much they just look like lands from beta or something, you know, or like from, I don't know, Odyssey, like like if Legends had basics. Yeah, mm. I'm cycling through them right now and they are gorgeous. They look especially like the mountains, like the mountains look like that is what I think of when I hear Bob Ross, right? A river, mm. trees and then sweeping snow swept mountains in the background like some of the other ones don't really look like bob ross to me but obviously they are but yeah those mountains specifically the one that i am currently have on screen which is the second one here the the more bluish toned one yeah 107 yeah looks the most like a bob ross painting of all yeah exactly and really pretty and then so this these are also available as either foil or non-foil interestingly same price 30 bucks or 40 bucks 
So, you know, 10 car, 10 lands for 30 bucks. Or if you wanted to get, you know, that draft set, you have to buy five to get those 10 of each, which is, I, I mean, not, n not a lot of money, but I think something that probably a lot of people are doing, to be honest. <laughs> Mm. I would not expect to I would I wouldn't be surprised to see see more people sitting down with, you know, a full set of these sleeved up for, you know, their games of magic as as they arrive. Oh, yeah. Do, does everybody like them? I, I yeah, they're obviously sweet. I enjoy several of them. I'm not sure. I don't think these will replace my God. What was her name from Zendikar? The full art basics. She's only done like a few magic cards. Megali Villeneuve. Yeah. No, no. OK. Sorry. Yes. I, sorry, my brain is not firing correctly right now, but I love the orange and yellows in the swamps. That's just like one of my favorite like visual motifs in swamps are like autumn colors. I don't know why, but I, I find it goes very well with the black border. Also, similarly, the sunset over the island. Mm, love those colors. Yeah. Also, the, the, the red sky on the beach in the other island. These are all great, yeah. actually. I, I rescind my earlier... <laughs> limited endorsement of it these are great cameron has now ordered five of yeah. these yeah you can get them on arena for free if you want half, half of them the other half i think are encoded on but if you i i retweeted it i think from daquan watson but it, it was just on thursday afternoon magic or whatever on the on the mothership the twitch channel and uh, there's there's a promo code on arena for each one of these basics yeah it should be noted that for the the rock one you can get you get a copy of each card in magic online for sebs you get a card sleeve and it looks like one copy of each for magic online for happy level gathering it looks like you get five one of each of the five lands and then you also get it looks like one copy of each card in for use on magic online and then we move on to number three or four god there's so many of these party hard shred harder this is Without question, the most visually stunning and very, you know, separated from the rest in terms of, of look. So you've got Anguish Unmaking, you've got Assassin's Trophy, you've got Decimate, Dreadbore, and Thraxamundar. And these are all done by some just tremendously talented artists. And again, if you are listening to the podcast right now and not watching the YouTube I would highly recommend you quickly Google the Party Hard Shred Harder secret layer because us trying to describe them is futile and we're going to do very poorly at it. I love these. I think oh, these yeah. look I think these look phenomenal. I certainly don't think it's something I'd want to see like all the time and I think they've picked some really interesting cards to 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 use here and I this is when I saw these this is the first time I ever was like I think I'm going to buy a secret layer because I have not yet. I have not once purchased a secret layer. But when I saw these, I was like, I think I will. What do you two think? I love this. This is there, there are two directions that I would like to see secret layers go in. This is one of them. These are all it like very themed on heavy metal artwork. Right, yeah. they're borderless, and you know we 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 play. I don't know if we originated it, but I feel that we played a role in popularizing metal band or magic card yeah these are all like the s tier questions they're a little legible for for metal art but i mean you have to make concessions to the fact that they're they're playing pieces but i, I feel like the artists had a lot of fun here and the art director probably had a lot of fun here and i 
hope to have a lot of fun, even though I'm not sure I play any of these. I don't think I play any of these. Maybe maybe yeah. I could find a role for Dreadbore in a deck. These are cool. I like them. They make me happy. Yeah, so I have a few thoughts. One is, if you haven't Googled it yet, just take the, the Amon Ket inventions. They're even further removed from looking like a magic card. But that, oh, yeah. you're that far, and then you just like, you actually turn these magic cards into album cover posters for metal albums, and like then there's no border, and all the wording is in it, like various places. I mean, I guess it's pretty straightforward. The The titles aren't all at the top, but the text box is all kind of where the text box is. I do be. find it really interesting that you bring that up. For whatever reason, they chose to put Dreadbore on, yeah. the, on the lower third of the card, whereas every other card does have the title and mana cost at the top. And I think that's probably my only criticism is why would one, like I get that the art, is kind of like just lower it all down like i i don't i don't understand that choice i disagree with that choice i mean it does look sweet though yeah A anyways yeah these are these are beautiful and like the kind of thing that makes it sort of feel like secret layer is doing something for us although they obviously could have just been promos that go out to players somehow but the idea that like you only get these things if you particularly want them, not if you're like, you know, you get them for going to a Grand Prix or you get them for playing a lot or you get them because you're a judge. Like those are much more sweeping ways that promos get distributed, whereas this is like, hey, are you specifically like a hardcore metal or weird art fan or or just a four color monsters player? Yeah. <laughs> Assassin's Trophy, Anguish I'm making and Dreadboard are all Highlander playable. And so I, I could see several of these flopping at the tables in Yellow Jacket in the theoretical future of returning to tournaments the one i take the biggest issue with is thraxa mundar just because it's a permanent so there's there's a thing going on here it's the the first thing again but it has to do with tournament eligibility and if you're going to print these as watsi you have to let people play them in tournaments so that really seems to speak to like a revision i'm hoping we'll see a revision in the policy on which alters are legal because you know currently going in it's like there's this rule where well if the art is completely different and totally unrecognizable from the art for the card, you don't usually allow that alter. And it's ultimately up to the head judges of, of tournaments to allow or disallow alters. But these are all like, if anyone had showed up with these at a tournament I was running, I'd be like, no, you can't paint this much over the card and like change what the letters look like. And like, you can't take away the whole border. Like the, you know, the border is a different color on the side. So it's easier to find if you're like trying to cheat shuffle sideways, like, there's a whole bunch of red flags on these altars and I wouldn't have allowed them. And I'm a huge fan of art altering and I think these are gorgeous. It just seems like it's too sketchy. So yeah, maybe we're changing our mind about that as a community going forward, which is is fine. I guess I just want to make sure that it's kind of a level playing field for everybody and including the artists. And I mean, maybe this is great for card alters. Like I wonder if Klug is like super stoked about this or I don't know, Card Kitty's still busy. But yeah, like if, if Wizards is printing these, maybe it's going to just be like a, a big heyday for card alters. I hope so. Yeah, I will say, so these are only available in non-foil versions, 30 bucks. And I got to say, I, I guess I understand why they aren't foiled to a degree. But I, I will say, having now seen the etched foil process and how much I love it, th these feel like they would have been prime candidates for that kind of foil mm -hmm. treatment. And would have looked astonishing. So I do hope that if we get more really out there, really neat art like this, we can get 
you know, etched foils in there because uh, we can talk more about those when we get to to chatting about Commander Legends later. But I am a big fan. Um, it is just yeah. fabulously cool that Wizards did this. Yeah, I agree. All right, we got one more. We hope you like squirrels. So this is literally a secret drop with a bunch of squirrels. We've got Chatter of the Squirrel. We've got Croson Beast. We've got Squirrel Mob, Squirrel Wrangler, Swarm Yard, and finally a cute little squirrel token which looks adorable and i know that a lot of people were very excited i'm sure maria over at good luck high five was very happy about the squirrels she's a big squirrel fan i think i i like this one a lot i think visually it's it's not doing anything that's like blowing me away i mean the art's fantastic don't get me wrong but it's kind of exactly what i i guess i would have expected from six squirrel cards yeah this one has me less excited also, no deranged hermit question mark? I guess right. that's the obvious question. I was going to say the same thing. No deranged hermit or even nut collector. It just seems like a weird missed opportunity to not. Or even what's the one squirrel nest? Like, those, aren't those yeah. the three most popular squirrel cards? Like, not, they're not actual creature type squirrel, but like they're the ways to make squirrels that are the most. Like, efficient. I feel like get get rid of squirrel wa- wrangler and, and yeah, get in hermit because like, yeah, damn. like, <laughs> damn, I like I would have put like I can see the, the deranged hermit art now, which is just three squirrels in rags right stacked on top of one another <laughs> yeah that would be amazing right and then they have like they have fake pointy elf ears because it's an elf right right yeah that'd yeah, be yeah. so cool maybe they anticipated that if you are the target market for this drop you already have those cards probably in foil i guess yeah right and maybe this kind of like rounds out your collection like maybe you've all like there's there's for for deranged hermit there must have been like an fnm promo or something like probably several of them for it right i feel deranged hermit probably has a couple of like premium printings at this point let's take a look i'm not sure about that deranged hermit so it was originally printed in ursa's legacy mm-hmm. and then there was a oh judge foil J- judge gift card in 2004 and then it looks like it was in vintage masters with the same art and then finally a magic online promo so basically never been printed outside of odyssey y- yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, actually, (laughs) I mean, the judge printing. Sure. But those are like very, very rare. Yeah, I'm on I'm on team like they kind of missed the boat on this one. If you're the squirrel player in your community, like I'm sure you're happy that there is a squirrel secret drop. But I also wouldn't be surprised if like you're buying this just for the swarm yard and the token for like the cards that go into your squirrel deck. But Mm -hmm. maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. And I hope people really enjoy this. Just if I was on like, you know, Squirrel Commander, like the cards I would care about would be number one, Deranged Hermit, and then number two, probably Squirrel Nest. It definitely feels like it could have uh, benefited from a few more of those Squirrel tokens. Like, I was going to say the exact same thing. Like maybe Ditch, again, Squirrel Wrangler or Crows and Beast or whatever. One of these ones that maybe doesn't fit quite as well in and, and give us two or three more Squirrel tokens. Because that's the whole point is that you get a bunch of Squirrels. <laughs> now why why Crows and Beast? That's the most defensive one. Yeah, at minimum, you'd want four Squirrel tokens, right? Like, And that isn't even that unusual an ask for a Secret Lair. My Bitter Blossom Secret Lair came with four Fairy tokens. Or Fairy, yeah. yeah. And I feel that like considering the payload for Deranged Hermit is four Squirrels, I would want... I would have liked to have seen four squirrel tokens in here. Yep, agreed. So those are 
available for wait are those only available in foil these are foil looks only. like it okay so these are foil only for 40 bucks you've got a whole bunch of options right now and there's also some some bundle options and because of the way that the foil and non-foil work if you want the 100 dollars no foil no nonsense bundle you're going to get the box of rocks sam mckinnon happy little gathering party hard shred harder or you can get the foil bundle which will get you box of rocks seb happy little foil and we hope you like squirrels or you can get the master bundle the one that comes with everything which is going to get you basically one of every option so you're going to get a box of rocks in both foil and non-foil seb foil non-foil happy little gathering non-foil foil and then you'll get party hard shred harder and we hope you like squirrels so those are respectively 100 140 and 230 to get all of those right now and they are available until december 14th so it looks like they're scheduled to come out in march so it looks like you're going to be waiting at least three months but hopefully they have figured out distribution with secret secret layers because i know that they've had some issues in the past right i just received my summer super drop last month i think or, or maybe it was the end of october but we, we paid for those back in June. Yeah, so for mm. me, it's definitely, I'm definitely tempted to get Happy Little Gathering and 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 those would actually be like, I'd probably put those like in a deck box and, and play them when I can. And then I'm very tempted by Party Hard, Shred Harder, but solely to just frame them and just hang them up because I think they look great. I yeah. Think they look neat in a little display. I am probably going to order Party Hard, Shred Harder, and Seb McKinnon. Just because yeah. those are the two directions I really want to see Secret Lairs move in, and maybe, you know, I can I can I can vote with my dollars a little bit. The Seb McKinnon one especially has me excited because they approached Seb McKinnon and these are his selections for uh right. for, for cards to work on. I would want to see like there's a couple of artists I have in mind that I would like to see this treatment with one of whom is actually relatively new to magic and that's uh wiley beckert who's only done like i think four cards but but they're all so good (laughs) yeah they're tremendous if you're not familiar with her art you probably actually are she did finishing blow reclaim the waste soul shatter and thwart the grave and mm, very good just very good art definitely hoping that magic gets to keep her for a long time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the only really disappointing thing about this seven kid and drop is like you know we were just a lot of a lot of people i think liked i want to say it was shivam's tweet or i i i followed some some thread that was like when will we get seb mckinnon basics can't wait and then the two weeks later it was like whoa seb mckinnon swamp awesome but it's sort of bittersweet because what a lot of us would like i think is like you know full play sets of seb mckinnon basics we can put in our decks and obviously that's not even something most people can afford even for their mono black decks right now mm-hmm. yeah no, well i mean fair. like let, let's let's cross our fingers and hope seb mckinnon gets a crack at a set of basics sometime soon yeah yeah in in booster packs please yeah 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 like i'm trying to think of like upcoming sets and what might be a good match for his artwork we do have an innistrad set coming up in 2021 don't we yeah we have two two sets uh-huh well right yes yeah yeah they've split the monsters right we've got innistrad the masquerade and innistrad the apocalypse crossing my ips there nice i see what you did there for all the nerds <laughs> and the, the old nerds okay yeah no the, that's basically what i want i think i've i've spoken my piece on these secret layers and i am for them cool there is one more secret layer that was very recently announced as in like yesterday and this is secret layer ultimate edition 2 this is a wpn exclusive ultimate edition series so this will be available in spring of 2021 at wn wpn stores around the world and this is going to feature the 
pathways, six of which we have seen. These are going to be full art, and it sounds like we are going to get the next four in Kaldheim. So got to wait a little while before they show those off. Cool spoiler there, if you if you hadn't already heard. I, I yeah. wasn't sure. I, I think yeah. they had mm-hmm. hinted that they were coming soon, but now we know for sure that they're in Kaldheim. So you're getting uh, Branch Loft Pathway, Boulder Loft Pathway, Bright Climb Pathway that flips into Grime, Grim Climb Pathway. I hate these names. <laughs> it's Grime Climb Pathway. It's okay. We can just, we can yeah. all agree it's Grime Climb Pathway. Fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Let's do Grime mm-hmm. Climb. Clearwater, which transforms into Murkwater. That one I can, I got. Craig Crown, which is the red one that turns into Timber Crown Pathway, which is green. We've got Needle Verge Pathway, which is the red-white, turns into Pillar Verge Pathway. And finally, we have the blue-red one, River Glide Pathway, which flips into Lava Glide Pathway. I think these look fantastic. The full art looks great. Are these cards good i like so as i said at the beginning of the show i did my my interest in level my my involvement in this game has been pretty low the last couple months have these found a home in a bunch of formats are they i assume they're playable and standard because they're i mean they They're, they're what you got right yeah they're what you got but like do they see play anywhere else they have not i mean Personally, they have not displaced anything from my Highlander deck, mainly because they're not searchable right. off of fetches. Yeah. I guess I should double check real quick here. I, I assumed that I would play them in, in Highlander, and I also assumed that they're played in Pioneer, but we maybe I'll do a quick check. I mean, I'm assuming that they probably have found homes in, in arena-based formats, just because your options for dual lands on arena are much smaller. Like, I'm assuming that these have found homes in gladiator decks even though i know that's not necessarily a supported format but it's obviously one that's very popular within our community mm-hmm. just because of you know they they're dual lands like you, you take what you can get in a limited format or environment yes. like arena so but i was just curious like yeah did they find play anywhere else or are they just too slow and not searchable well i mean they're they come in untapped right which is right kind of extremely important especially in 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 gladiator where you know if you're playing a multicolor deck you're leaning a lot on tap lands so i feel that those these are important there but just on another note well 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 nelson investigates i want to give a shout out to the artwork on bright climb pathway just for the the parhelion on the 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 sun like the it's it's gorgeous i love it it's very good that is very pretty use of light okay so i just took a quick look at the pioneer metagame and i didn't find any i also i've been playing quite a bit of historic lately and i haven't seen too many like i can't i can't think of one time that my opponent played a pathway and in yeah in Highlander, they're not searchable, so you're right. They would have to be digging into the spots that you currently give to your check duels, like your M10 lands, and mm-hmm. that might not be something you want to give up. I just think they're really elegant. I like the design of them. I love that they come in untapped and don't have a condition in, in which they're tapped. Like, they never come in tapped. So, I don't know. I would have thought for that reason that they would fight your your check duels or your, or your slow duels, your fast duels or whatever, but it's true they're not searchable, and all these other formats seem to want to play the triumphs more yeah like my my highlander deck for all that it struggles can't really afford to have its lands come in tapped so i mean i have been looking at the check lands to be honest right those are kind of like the next on the chopping block if something better comes along and these these are these are close these are close you know what these are great at doing is like they're great at offering a splash color to a mostly monocolor deck 
Mm-hmm. So it's possible they'll find some homes, but I definitely like after they were released, I thought these were good enough to make it into a bunch of the eternal formats. And it looks like I'm wrong. So fair enough. Maybe they're not they're not going to be uh, played forever or in lots of formats, but they are certainly played in standard. I mean, I, I could see it in a format where, God, is there anything where you would be playing the Carews and be kind of like getting value off of these? I don't know. Just Commander mostly. Or uh, yeah. well, there's that modern deck. There's the, the Primeval Titan modern deck. Right, right. Where you can like bounce one of these off one color and then play it again and feel clever to get your splash. But yeah, th- these are interesting. I'm mainly just glad that Wizards told us that the rest of the cycle is coming in Kaldheim. That feels nice, right? Not having to speculate what's going to make an appearance where. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, sometimes it's just, you know, surprises are fun, but sometimes information is good. Oftentimes, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Yes. No, it's, yeah. That's really nice knowledge for, for deck designers who are like trying to think of the value of like, you know, gold cards right now that don't have a home, but but might in the future. Right. Mm-hmm. That is more or less it for the secret layers right now. I think they certainly hit a little bit of a, a rough patch there. <laughs> with secret layers midway through the year, but I feel like they at least managed to finish strong. So I don't think if your opinion of secret layer was the entire concept of it, that's probably hasn't been fixed by these, but at least content wise, I feel like hopefully everybody can see what they've done and go, okay, more of this, please. Like, I'm sure that we are still going to see things in the future that don't make us super happy, but these are data points for Watsi and for them to see the, you know, the reaction to The Walking Dead versus the reaction to what has come out now, I think they can very safely go, oh, okay, we get it. Or at least that's the hope. I hope they say, oh, we get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, what else we got today? We we're going to talk about some Kaladesh Remastered and we we're going to talk about some Commander Legends. I will let you two chat a little bit about Kaladesh Remastered. I know, Nelson, that you have probably been playing it. Cam, you said you have been talked at about it. <laughs> so let your thoughts and opinions be known, and I shall I will, I shall take it all in. I'll start. Kaladesh Remastered has come to Magic Arena. You may draft it. They've given us a few different cues for, for a week there. They gave us a, or a few days at least, they gave us a high stakes cue. And before that, I think you could either play traditional, which means best of three or best of one. And now I think you can just play best of one, but maybe they'll bring it back in various flavors in the future or they'll, they'll keep it around for a while until there's another new set. Basically, it's a bunch of the cards that you recognize from Kaladesh with a bunch of the cards that you remember from Ether Revolt fold it all together into one big set they've done this several times before with various remastered sets so you're probably familiar and yeah it's still in my opinion feels like kaladesh so they've got all those those good good cheap energy creatures that give themselves plus one plus one counters from the first set at common as well as the creatures that come down with some energy and then when they attack they can make a servo if you if you paid with their energy they've got the fabricate creatures the vehicles and the modules are around i just think it was a pretty well-designed set for limited a lot of times that happens when they and, and we saw, we've seen it a bunch in the past years there's been a lot of pretty good limited formats where the cards some of the marquee cards especially are too good for constructed and need to get banned but they come from a limited environment that's quite healthy and fun so i've i've taken almost about a year off of draft like i played that throne of eldraine format where mono blue mill was very clearly the best deck and everyone was fighting over it. this is the first first three or four weeks on arena of 
Thornville Drain. And I kind of weirdly burned myself out on draft doing that and just didn't really want to play draft unless it was like with other humans in person, which of course I've been doing almost none of this year. But then when this format came to Arena, it it filled me with a new vim and vigor for wanting to draft. So I've been I've been playing limited again, and that's been fun. Yeah, I think. The archetypes feel familiar, like, you know, you can play black, white or Mardu or black, red cars or kind of value or combat tricks. You can play blue and green based energy strategies. That's and then that's like kind of flying is really good. That's just generic. But in this in this format, it's especially true, I would say. So that that goes across like all of the things. And then there's a bunch of cute little niche strategies we got to watch on LRMTG. Adam tried to draft Etherflex Reservoir. James, you were like having technical difficulties, but I think you were there for that draft. Oh, yeah, I was around. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get to laser anyone? I only got to watch the first two games. We definitely, we got to get to a point where we essentially won with the Reservoir in one game, but they had conceded before, obviously, we managed Uh, to to get there. But other than that, I mean, that deck was still just kind of absurd on its own because... It was a good deck, yeah. While it did have Reservoir just hanging out there and we often got to play it, the real value was just, again, in those energy creatures. Yeah, you had some tigers and... Yeah, uh, which just remained very good yeah that the green the riparian tiger three green Mm. green for that four four trample when it enters the battlefield you get two energy and whenever it attacks you may pay two energy to give it plus two plus two until end of turn that's just it is a common like that is just like got to be one of the best draft commons of the last i don't know five years like it's just so good like so good I think that's a huge overstatement, but I do think Riparian Tiger is good. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. Okay, it's the best five mana four four and green common in draft in the last (laughs) 20 years. It's the best five mana four four draft common that we had in our deck last time I was streaming on LRTG. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's it's solid. Trample's still good. Yeah, so we've we've all been having fun. Aetherflux Reservoir in draft, really hard to pull off, but not that not that hard to pull off in constructed. At time of recording, the is it called the Mythic Championship now? I forget what it's called. There's some important tournament with $250,000 in prize money. It is the Zendikar Rising Championship. Okay. So it's like okay. it's very similar to the old sort of feeling pro tours when like a new set came out, so that means it's Pro Tour time. Right. This kind of has a similar vibe. Okay, so I'm not sure if they're... Yeah, but they're not maybe calling it Mythic Championship anymore. They're just calling it the Zendikar Championship. This is so just the Zendikar Rising Championship. That's cool and different, and we couldn't possibly have two years strung together in a row where the tournament structure was the same, so... I mean, <laughs> you, you you should be able to say that in a year from now, or two years from now. Mm, I feel like... I, I would love to place a gentleman's wager on that with you, James Turner. I, I feel like they're going to... I feel like they're getting it. I I do. I, I feel like, look, they, this is wild tangent. They, <laughs> they messed up the first year, the new t- tournament structure. It was not good. And right. then they got dealt like the rest of us, a bum hand this year when I feel like they probably were going to do their level best to fix the mess that they had created. And I don't think that it is at all unreasonable for any single person to be just completely done with competitive magic right now but i do feel like if they can buckle up and and get the next year two years under the seat then i feel like they're going to be in a good spot so i i I would take that bet i would say in two years people will be enjoying competitive magic again and be able to predict what the tournament will be called yes i think that people will enjoy it i think people will more or less understand it and i think that people will know that it's coming up that's my hope 
maybe I'm being wildly optimistic, but he, I, I will I will stand on this hill. I won't die on it, but I'll stand on it. Anyways, I just I, I got this onto this tangent because I wanted to mention that you know when you're listening this past weekend there was a big tournament and it included historic as one of the formats and it started off this morning with historic and includes at least our own our our friend of the show Kenji Agashira playing a mono brown ramp or colorless ramp deck that includes paradox engine and and pot i'm not sure if kenji's playing etherflux reservoir or not that's sort of an option they don't need that to win in the deck there's other ways to do it but you use mana rocks like mindstone and hedron archive and paradox engine and usually forsaken monument from zendikar to ramp up to tons of mana and play ugin or play ulamog which you can do in historic i've been playing this same deck on on magic online i copied the list from alian trazi and it usually wins with paradox engine and etherflux reservoir and my win rate my win rate with it is fine you know like i'm 50 percent or 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 so which is i'm happy to do i've been i've been lasering people at least even if we couldn't laser anybody on the other mtg draft i mean people just concede they're no fun they they don't want us to do the neat things you did the neat things in spirit i mean if they concede after you showed them the neat thing that was coming yeah exactly it counts you know yeah exactly it's okay you can live vicariously through their concession as i will live vicariously through my children's exploits (laughs) (laughs) you never you never score a goal in soccer for yourself you're scoring them all for your dad or you know whatever wow okay yeah or whoever's or whoever's watching you (laughs) i I never scored in soccer (laughs) well me neither (laughs) but but look at us now cameron we we're still adults i have no idea what we're still i was gonna say look forward to that podcast but i think we're actually on that podcast so yeah wow okay so (laughs) i have yet to play kaladesh remastered and part of this is that there are some cards that i really want to see included for the limited game that didn't make the cut my favorite deck in kaladesh was the blue green energy deck splashing red for whirler virtuoso whirler virtuoso yeah loved this deck that uh, it curved out at three well it didn't curve out at three it stopped at three typically maybe playing a couple of four drops with glimmer of genius but it just wanted to play like glass blowers puzzle knot and what was it were wood weavers puzzle knot gain life scry a bunch and then bounce them back to your hand by picking up as many disappearing acts as possible and like fully half those cards aren't here right disappearing act was a three mana counter or a three mana cancel but it had an additional cost of bouncing a permanent you control to its owner's hand which you know glass blowers puzzle knot felt pretty good wood weavers puzzle knot felt pretty good the black puzzle knot felt really good metal metal spinners metal spinners puzzle knot and the blue and and black ones are just not in the set disappearing act is not in the set so i'm just heartbroken and despondent but on the upside there's no pain train well pain train is not running around at common yeah, they didn't print the three mana one, but they did include the, the five mana. What, yeah, the express or whatever. The no, the four mana Eridara Express. The, the train that it starts off as a four four. It still has trample. It still cruises for really cheap. Oh right, the one from Ether Revolt. Right. Yeah, the second. Yeah, train. the Untethered Express. Untethered. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there is still the there isn't the crazy train from the first one that's only three mana and it's a juggernaut. But yeah, there is still a train. It is still really good. Uh, untethered express is at least an uncommon so yeah yeah but like yeah i mean all i wanted to do was bounce things and sometimes my opponent would do this very unsporting thing on turn three 
where they right. played this, you know, a 5-4 that would kill me in three turns. And I'm like, but I just want to do nothing. What was that card called? Renegade Freighter. Renegade Freighter, yeah. Renegade Freighter basically was like as good as a lot of mythics are, but it was a common. Right, so it's a three-mana, four-three vehicle, crew two, and whenever it attacks, it gets plus one, plus one, and gains tramble until end of turn. So this never attacked as a four-three, right? This was a five-four on on turn four. And it just like, well, I mean, I was guilty of it. You opened one of these, you probably took it, right? You were just like, well, this is the deck I'm playing, I guess. I think I might have passed one once when I already had four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose that's defensible. There's only so many vehicles you can put in a deck unless you're willing to just like cut all your removal. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like I'm, I'm not sad to see Renegade Freighter not be here. Untethered Express is a problem as well, but I mean, it's usually by the time the Untethered Express swings on turn five, hopefully you've got some kind of presence. Yeah. Right. And can start may maybe dealing with it. But it's way more fair. Yes, it it is that additional pip of mana made it way more fair. But uh, not having metal spinners puzzle on, I don't know. I I liked that card. I felt it did something useful in the format. And just not having disappearing act. Come on, come on, help me out here. They can't all make it in because then it's not remastered. It's just here's all of Kaladesh and Aether Revolt. We smashed them together. Have fun. <laughs> Yeah, but this is like they did include like blinking stuff though. It's like so you know there there's a a four mana card that I think was from Ether Revolt that's just blink two of your things and draw a card. Yeah, but it doesn't counter one of their spells. And there's Ether yeah. Trade Winds that's still in. That's three mana. Bounce one of their things. Bounce one of your things. Trade Winds was a very important part of yeah, it. Yeah, and Trade Winds is it, and it's great in this format. Like it has a <laughs> lot of big plays. I think you were thinking of Illusionist Stratagem, Exile. Two those are creatures. creatures. Two target creatures you control, then return those cards to the battlefield under your under their owner's control. Draw a card. Oh my bad, it can't do the knots. Yeah, okay. so it can't yeah. do the yeah. So like you're you're leaning on Ether Trade Winds, which is good. It it's good. It bounces their thing and it bounces your thing, and your thing is hopefully something you're getting much more mileage out of. I just wish it was stapled to a cancel. It felt nice, you know? It felt nice. Yeah. It made me feel smart and it made taking those those losses a lot easier. Fair. Cool. All right. So that is Kaladesh Remastered. And mm -hmm. it is it is draftable over on the Magic Arenas. And finally, what we were gonna talk about is Commander Legends. So it came out a few weeks ago. We did a PPR of it, which I hope you saw. And if you didn't, the VOD is up and, and ready for you over at youtube.com slash LRRMTG. We did a draft, very similar to how we did the draft earlier this year, where we, we found a venue big enough to allow us to spread out. We masked up, we we passed cards around, we did our thing, and then we got the heck out of there. So it was eight of Loading Ready Run who were able to do the draft. And then in the afternoon, we did some sealed games where we were able to bring in Gavin Verhey, who was the lead designer on the set, and Olivia Gober-Hicks, Hicks, who's just, you know, good friend of ours and and we love her and we wanted her to be a part of it so uh, we brought her in and it was a, it was a really good show and it's a really cool set and it is i feel really bad especially for gavin who you know has been championing this set for years years and years and years a set that kind of came into existence because of a conversation that started with with Jeremy Petter, who is an old member of Lonely Ready Run way back in the day at a at a GP. And it just sucks that this thing that he's worked on so hard for so long finally managed to find its way into this world and was greeted with a 
pretty crap world for what the set's trying to do, because I think a lot of people are maybe unfairly judging the set for not being quite as amazing for Commander when it is, in my opinion, one of the most interesting limited formats that we've seen in a very long time. And that's coming from somebody who hasn't drafted it. Like, I haven't drafted it. I've watched a draft. I've built a sealed pool. But I and it's it really bums me out that we didn't get to do more of that. Yeah, because I think it is just really, really neat. And I know that Gavin actually tweeted last night. He was like, you know, cards aside, forget it. Forget that. What what would you like to see change if we were to do another one of these and i went into the comments and so many people so many people were like forget the draft don't worry about the draft you know just cards for commander and i'm like no don't i i respectfully disagree <laughs> make the draft like do this again and and give it to us in a in a in a time when we can actually you know get together and and draft because i feel like that is the biggest you know roadblock to this set being loved <laughs> this year mm-hmm. which sucks i don't know i just wanted to say that I would I would hate to see them do another one of these and and not include a draft format. It was the same thing. A lot of people were like, "Why? Like, partner is stupid. Get rid of partner." And it's just like, well, you kind of need partner if you're going to do a draft. So, <laughs> yep. I think they kind of go hand in hand. I don't know. You two actually got to play it. What what were your th- thoughts on the on the set? I I enjoyed that. It was a draft environment where you could look at cards and go, "Huh, I wonder if this like." weird fringe strategy is something that I could bodge together here. And that weird fringe strategy would almost always turn out to be the strategy in those colors. Right. Right. Like it was, it's a draft format that's very good at letting you do what you want to do by introducing a lot of like generalities and then letting kind of like the big splashy cards carry the strategy. It made you feel smart. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Even though I don't really like Commander very much. Yeah. I was going to say like, what, what is the, did you feel a difference playing? Because again, you've you've actually got to play, you know, two games of Commander Legends, a sealed and a draft. What were the like what is the difference between playing Commander Legends versus playing Commander? Obviously, power level is is sort of a is kind of a given, but I mean like from like, you know, nitty-gritty play by play, like turn by turn, like does it feel like Commander? Yeah. Yeah, I would say it feels like Commander. It feels like the Commander that I, I played several years ago in power level to be honest, right? right? Where a lot of people were didn't have highly tuned commander decks. They had the deck that they played when they were 12, which was basically one of anyways, right? When we were all playing like kitchen table magic. It, it was it was a fun and interesting little nostalgia bomb for me. Yeah, I want to agree with all the things you said, James. I think that's a really astute point. And I think it's a little bit tragic that, I, like, as you said, a little bit tragic that the set came out this year because I think Gavin created a great vehicle to try to introduce draft to the commander community. You know, a lot of these people draft really rarely or have never drafted. And like, clearly this has, you know, their format is right on the name and it's got lots of cool new cards from they're going to want to pick up anyway. So they might as well draft with their friends. It offers non-competitive draft situations, sort of like Battle Bond or, well, not as much like Battle Bond, but a little bit like Conspiracy. Yeah. 
So I'm hoping, I mean, like, you know, I think there's a silver lining here. Like, you know, next year they'll start to be gatherings again. And the Commander Legends product, I believe, should continue to be available. I think it's on something like a standard print run. I don't believe it's a limited print run. I don't believe so, yeah. So, like, if you go to a Grand Prix, there probably will be, next. you know, when there's Grand Prix again, there probably will be a Commander Legends draft queue. And if you just, like, keep letting your LGS organizer know that you want to play a Commander Legends draft at your store, they should be able to get that together for you. My experience playing, it felt more like commander than i was expecting like it felt more like commander than it felt like draft does that make sense you know there there are sweepers politics matters if you if you attack to kill one person the person that you didn't attack will probably kill you so all these things are still present the, the way you play will feel the same as a commander game to me at least it felt like i mean i assume power level wise like it's just very obvious obviously it's not going to be to the same power level as an average game of commander and that goes without saying but i do feel like it probably is a bit more powerful than your average draft format right at least my assumption is it feels and looks like it's a little bit more powerful than your average you know your your 23rd card so to speak obviously it's more than that in this set but those last couple cards are probably on average more powerful than those last couple cards in in a standard 23 card draft format so i think it it strikes a pretty nice happy medium between the two without going way too far on the power level side which is something like you they could do right like there's it doesn't it's not like they couldn't develop a massive 361 card set whose power level is wildly higher than something like they've done here but there are a myriad of other problems when you start going down those roads but yeah i i think it's a really neat set i think it just got you know it was released at I basically the worst time to be released and I hope that yeah as as you said Nelson you know great you know Magic Fest sure but even just getting back into your local game store and and telling those owners like hey please I would like to to play this format that I never got to play because it looks really neat yeah I would agree uh power middle ground the cuts that I had to make in my deck it was like they were pretty pretty tough it was it was hard to make the final cuts in my 60 card commander legends deck and i ended up having to decide on which of two decent looking themes i wanted to play and if i just cut one and went with the other you know or vice versa then i would have the right number of cards rather than just like well what do i want to play for my 23rd you know in a typical draft deck it's like you know i could play this like expensive card that draws a card you know or i could play this pretty bad creature or i could play an 18th land it, it wasn't like that for commander legends it was right. like, well, which which juicy bit of uh synergy mm. am i going to include i can't include them all yeah cool all right I, unless either of you had any anything more to to chat about commander legends i feel like we could probably wrap up this episode yeah i think i think i've i said what i said cool nelly you're good yeah just wanted to briefly mention you know congratulations everybody who voted best best news of november 2020 for magic is joe biden getting elected hopefully the uh, <laughs> pandemic gets under control faster now and we all get to meet and play magic heck yeah mm -hmm. all right so a reminder this podcast is brought to you by the fine folks over at cardkingdom.com. That's cardkingdom.com slash LRR. At the end of your order, let them know that Loading Ready Run sent you button, please, and you will get a small little button. Currently, it says Live Laugh Lightning Greaves. It looks like that began distribution on November 18th. So my guess is historically, that means that it's probably getting pretty low and we've got a fun little button I'm, I'm excited for the next one i think it's it's a it's it takes two very relevant things from the world of 
magic and video games this year and puts them together and i'll leave it at that so go check them out cardkingdom.com slash lrr and of course all of the support over at patreon.com slash loading ready run thanks for hanging out next week graham should be back and along with nelson and cameron i think they're going to chat about all things magic 2020 so sort of a year in review when it comes to all the stuff that came out this year but in the meantime thanks for listening we'll see you next week i was james he was nelson thanks he remains to be cameron one day (laughs) we'll talk to you soon bye everybody bye